Welcome back to another episode of Worship Weekly. Please like, comment, subscribe, and most importantly, share. This week's sermon is No One Without Excuse. And we'll start reading with Romans chapter 1, verse 16. And the choir is going to sing us, How Great is Our God. chapter 1, verses uh, 16. For well, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God and salvation to everyone that believe it to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men and hold the truth in unrighteousness because that which may be known of God is manifest in them for God has showed it unto them for the invisible things of him 
from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. The Bible says there's nobody without excuse. Everybody can look around and know that God put this thing together. In verse 21, they started out right, but they wound up wrong. Because that when they knew God, see, they started out right. They glorified him not as God. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations. And their foolish heart was darkened. There's three ways that you can know the Lord Jesus Christ said that we just read. And I'm going to read the rest of the chapter in a few minutes. There's a revelation of God in verse 17. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith that is written. The just shall live by faith. So we got the revelation of God. Revelation above in verse 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven. It's revelation from above against all ungodliness, all unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. And then in verse 19, it's revelation from within because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. For God has showed it unto them. So there's a revelation from within and then there's a revelation from without. Verse 20, For the invisible things of him from the Creation of the world, clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. So the Bible says, man's without excuse. Say they don't know Christ. It's a personal Savior. The Bible says in Isaiah 57, 22 and 1, the wicked don't have peace, never have had peace, never will have peace. Verse 22, Romans, profess themselves to be wise. They became fools, as a lot of people think they know the Bible. Never studied it, but they think they know it all. And they're fools. I don't know nothing. A lot of people, 90% of the people I talk to, are trying to get to heaven by works. And you can't get to heaven by works. I told one that the other day with my trucker, Pentecostal preacher. I said, brother, you can't get to heaven by works. It's impossible. You can't be good enough to get to heaven. We're all wicked at one time or another. Verse 23 says, And changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like the corruptible man into birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Here you got where they make statues and worship statues. I've had when I was in the car business years ago. I was in the car business 30 years, 35 years. Car lot and tie over my daddy made started. I want you to know that I had different preachers from different denominations. I was Catholic. I had, they had come try and tell me different ways to get saved. And they said, some even told me that everybody's going to heaven. Bible don't teach that. And there's statues. You see them in the yards. You see them in the homes. You see them in the walls. You see them people wearing them around the necks. They make crosses with a crucifix. I got news for you. Christ is not on a cross no more. Crucifix don't mean nothing. So I want to give you three things right here about this. They started off right, but they wound up wrong. 
Number one, in verse 24, you can underline it. God gave them up. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness, to the lust of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. God gave them up. Secondly, God gave them up in the body. In verse 24, 25 said, Who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. My aunt was a, was a Catholic. I went to lead her to Christ one Saturday. And I said, let's kneel down at this chair and let's just pray. She knelt down looked up a, a picture of Mary. She began to pray to Mary. I stopped her. I said, hey, sis, I said, you don't do that. God gave them up in the body. And I said, you don't need that. Verse 26, for they gave them up into the affections for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. The women was wicked, evil passion, evil women, singing. And verse 27 says, And likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the women burning their own lust, one towards another, men with men, working that which was unseemly, receiving themselves that recompense of their air which was a mate. God gave them up in soul, verse 26, 27. God gave them up in the body, number one. Number two, God gave them up in the soul. God let them do the things that they wanted to do. That's what they wanted to do. That's the way they wanted to live. It's, it's full of sin. God gave them up. I'm going to tell you something that's not a very pleasant thing to know when God gives you up. I talked to a man one time. And he didn't want God, didn't want God in his life, nothing like that. And he said, you can talk to me all you want, preacher. He said, I'll be glad to talk to you and listen to you. But he said, God don't talk to me no more. And I thought about that man saying that. I said, how could a man say that? God don't talk to him anymore. And I said, man, allow. And that, that man died and he went straight to hell. God didn't talk to him anymore. Forgot about it. So God gave you up in the body. God gave you up in the soul. In verse 28 through 32, God gave you up in the spirit. And even in that, they did not like to retain God in their knowledge. God gave them up to a reprobate mind. You need to underline that in your Bible. When God gives you over to a reprobate mind, you can forget about it. You're doomed and down for hell. That's where you hit it. Fast thing put you there to do those things which are inconvenient. Be filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, receivishness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, desire to harm others there, whispers, backbiters, hatreds of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding. Covenant breakers without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who know what the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. And you look at that, God gave these people up. When God gives you up, you're doomed. You can forget about getting saved. God gives you up. He don't talk to you anymore. 
I've had a few men in my ministry that told me that God didn't talk to them anymore. They don't think God was, was with them anymore. That's a sad situation. When God is not with you anymore, you're in a mess. That's all I can say. I can say this, that if God gave you up, I feel sorry for you. And I wish by the grace of God you'd have sense enough to call on God and ask him to forgive you of your sins. This is talking about homosexuals here. Without natural affection, God gave them up reprobate minds, backbiters, haters, fornicators, covetous, murderers, debate, deceit, whisperers, covenant breakers without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful. God gave them up. Says in verse 27, likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the body, women burning in their lust, one towards another, men with men working, that which is unseemly and receiving to themselves that recompense of the error which was meet, and even that as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God they gave up to a reprobate mind. They'd wish one day they'd listen to somebody and tell them about Jesus. They'd wish one day that they received Christ as their personal Savior. Well, I don't know. I'm going to tell you this. That message in Romans chapter 1, I put it where I put you, in a reprobate mind. When you get a reprobate mind, you're going to hell. You ain't going to heaven. So I'm going to ask you to pray this prayer with me. If you're listening to me, I want you to pray a prayer for me. You say them. Listen to me. Father, I ask you to forgive me of my sins. And I'm asking you to come to my heart and save me right now. I'm trusting you as my personal Savior. And if you'll say that little simple prayer, God will forgive you and save you. And I hope you listen to me. I hope you pray the prayer that I said that you ought to pray. And I'm asking God to help you to forgive you your sins. Thank you for listening, Brother Jackson. This is Reverend Danny Jackson from the First Faith Baptist Church in Rogue, Louisiana. Talking to travelers on the radio. We'll let y'all know that you need to get saved if you're not saved. And if you are saved, you need to go to church. And if you don't go to church, you ought to be shaming yourself.